You're listening to Songs Out Loud from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Aaron Doerr. This podcast documents the life of a song. Everything from what inspired the original idea to how it came together in the studio. With the help from isolated instrument and vocal tracks called stems supplied by the artists, I recorded them reflecting back on their creative process with it and compiled it all here in a documentary style show and tell. It's a behind-the-scenes tour of their song, instrument by instrument, lyric by lyric, and beat by beat. Adopting fundamentals from reggae, soul, and hip-hop, the six-person ensemble Matthias and the Pirates command our attention to social injustice today with the same conviction as they did in 2017 when their song The Panic Button was released. Founding members and MCs Matthias and Ms. Vision unravel their musical activism from two separate but equal perspectives. And even though their voices are taken from individual one-on-one interviews with me, you can tell, and it's stated more than once, that they have a solid history and really strong chemistry together that goes way back. They'll share their musical objectives with this song and their creative process, what they got right and wrong, And we'll hear from their engineer and producer, Matthew Sawicki, who brought out the best in them as artists to serve their message as activists for us, the people. Hello, my name is uh, Miss Vision. My non-MC name is Dase Wilbert. We wrote this song right around when um, Mike Brown died. Hi, everyone. I'm Matthias. I am the front man slash ship's captain slash purveyor of dad jokes uh, for Matthias and the Pirates. I knew I wanted this to be a protest song. We were recording an EP, uh, Caveman Barnacles and things like that. We were recording a bunch of stuff. Me and Matt Sawicki were having sessions where... He was generally just producing the music, and I'd be like, hey, that sounds good, or how about add some guitar here, or this and that. Hey, this is Matthew Sawicki, and I'm a producer-engineer at Suburban Pro Studios, and I'm also the host of Fresh Produce, which is a beat battle we have in St. Louis every single month. So we're, we're making beats for this project, and uh, Matt laid down that first, the, the intro, just the drums. We had a studio um, in Florissant, and it was in an old Quonset hut. Um, it's like a steel fabric prefab building, like half a circle laid down. We just would sit there, and we'd make beats. And so I'm on, uh, you know, sitting in front of the computer uh, doing the engineering side of stuff, and then I'll turn to my left, and the, we got a keyboard and a, uh, a drum machine. And so we would sit down and just kind of trade ideas. Matthias got in and started playing the uh, reggae rhythm on the keys. Um, I think it's an organ or a... Rhodes piano, something like that. It's like a B3 mod. The Hammond B3 organ and the Fender Rhodes electric piano can be heard on famous recordings in all genres of music, from jazz to rock. They are commonly emulated in professional audio software through the use of plugins, which are basically software add-ons. Yeah, so we, at the time it would have been a Native Instruments B4 plugin, which doesn't exist anymore. They got their own new versions of, of the B3 so I did the main reggae rhythm and I did the little like follow up like do 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 melody and um don't tell Matthias I hate reggae 
<laughs> like I DJ, I collect records, but when I get a reggae record on accident, I give it away. Uh, so to, to that point, I would say that that's why I make beats with another person because I wouldn't have made a reggae beat and this song would never even exist. Uh, uh, I'm a big proponent of soul and funk music. Um, and I think that hip hop wouldn't exist if James Brown didn't uh, lay the groundwork for it to all happen. And then we brought in Andrew Gibson, uh, who played the drums, and we brought in uh, Terry Groman, who played the sax, uh, both members of, of the Pirates. We had actually made the beat with my, you know, like electronic programmed whatever sample drums playing everything. And then Andrew Gibson came in and recorded a live drum set, which we you know, then take and we align, grid it out with the with the beat so everything's like machine perfect. Listening to that solo track, you can hear it's edited to shit. It's actually, I'm actually surprised at how poorly edited I did, but um, it's not. Oh, you're here specifically right where you started. There's bad kick edits where the transients are cut in a weird way and it's like flopping. That's the way that Pro Tools sounds though. Um, so in Pro Tools, they got Beat Detective, and it'll go through and it'll, it looks for transients. It's pretty unintelligent, but what it does is it looks at the fronts of the drum hits, and you can cut those apart from each other and then look at the BPMs of the song and drop them on the grid to all the spots they're supposed to go. If it was the only drums, that would never have passed. <laughs> but because they're accenting another already established driving force, they, they don't need to be so perfect. I maybe hurt his drums. <laughs> when I heard this beat, something just really spoke to me about it. Matt and I kind of talk about like how awesome we work together but like this song especially it was it just flowed out of us it was it was magical i immediately wrote like eight bars you thought your mind was fortified but you live a life like a smile thought your mind was fortified so you live life with a smile but the world outside can remind you of the times the price of survival keeps getting higher scales tip you look around the skies on fire and it just flowed out. It just flowed out of me. And uh, when it came time to write in the lyrics, it, it did really just spill out. My first inclination is to make a verse that is melodic. You know, I'm still kind of rapping, but talking between the verses, I think it really, it just brings the two worlds together, vocalists and lyricists. Tied, but only just begun for some the struggles just too much give up and then the reaper comes fall far from grace and can't get up mother's crying because she's had enough the game just took a lonely son got too close to the flames and shot from the law man's gun mother's crying because she's lost her only son too close to the flames and shots from the lawman's gun i was specifically talking about mike brown's mother you know and i was really talking to like the people when i said um, yes, I shot the sheriff and he damn well deserved it. You know, Marley reference, obviously, and I kind of put my own twist on it. I mean, Marley is obviously 
so influential. You know, reggae music has always been protest music. Um, you know, and as a white person, you know, that unless you are doing it, you know, in, in tribute and, and all that, it can be kind of, you know, I guess appropriation. But the difference is that you realize and know that you're a guest um, in a culture, in a scene that isn't yours, you know, who co-signed my presence. We're, we're both uh, kind of politically um, apt, and and we know what's going on, not just now, but also historically. And so that gives a lot of material to, to create off of. He was murdered. It was murder. Um, you know, I wasn't there. I didn't see the thing. I dove in as, as much as I could. You know, I, my deduction is that it was murder. He was murdered. You know, how everyone was comfortable in their place. And then this this horribly violent trend started happening. You know, I, I think that it was it was an injustice. It remains an injustice. And, you know, it started the modern day civil rights movement. Um, and it hit home because I used to live in Ferguson. Like, this is historical, you know, and I really wanted to put some words behind it that recommended that. Trust you with the rights and all you do is pervert them. In times of need, you desert them. Let's find their own version. And then I said, uh, more murder, 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 murder. Murder, 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 death, kill. Lie, cheat, and steal. Actually, it's kind of funny. I, I think it's uh, Demolition Man. Identify code 187. And they say, murder, death, kill. MDK. Murder, death, kill, murder, when they, death, kill, um, murder, death, discuss kill, crimes murder, against different people. It's kind of a dorky reference, but like in my head, I'm like, yeah, like they murdered each other. They like they did not give each other a chance. Everything was absolute. Everything was, you know, offset. The poor people versus the law, and you know, and the murder, 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 murder. I was just like. I got to join these lines together. You know, I got to join these. And it, when I wrote it, it really felt powerful. So I kept it. Murder, 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 death, kill. Lie, and still. I'm angry like the rest of you, but they can't break my will. When I say I'm angry like the rest of you, it's because it's still going on. It's still happening. Um, there's a lot of catalysts for change, but... There's not a lot of change happening in my mind. Stormtroopers holding down the fortress. Trying to remember how much better things used to be before this. Simplified and iry like the fire at the chorus. But now we lost and the prophets tried to warn us. It's kind of like the the 100-yard the stare. Looking at it from 100 yards away. It's like, okay, what are the factors that contributed to the reason the world is the way it is. It's oppression. It's long-standing oppression. A new world order, government informers, Illuminati, Adi, dropping chemtrails upon us. They gentrify the corners, give us cancerous disorders.
I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I I do think that the you know the Rockefellers and the Rupert Murdochs of the world probably have a way bigger hand in the way things go than you know I do, you know, than certainly you know most other people do. Um, not just saying you know black people, but freedom of rights and uh, respect for human life. It's it's all it's everything that we all should know and all should do. One love overall, yes. We will rise above We both recorded the hook um, that same day, and then Kendase came back uh, a few days later and recorded her verse. But the idea uh, was that she was going to go first as a as a black person. Um, I think that did you guys talk about that? And we did. It is one hundred percent required. Um, you know, I, I think that the world is getting itself into a much better place. Um, you know, it's bloody. It's it's messy. Um, it, it it every day isn't going to be smooth. You know, people are going to say regrettable shit, and they're going to immediately regret it. Um, you know, and that's the thing about cancel culture as as a whole is that I think a lot of people are very quick to just cancel somebody for something they said on Twitter ten years ago. Nobody's asking this person, "Hey, do you still feel this way?" you know, what was that about or anything? It's just like, now nah, you're canceled, you know? And, and that, that's a reaction, you know, that's a reaction to so many years and generations of, of, um, people just being terrible, you know, and, and not having any repercussions for it. You know, I see things from a, the lens of a person in his forties who, you know, I'm walking proof that a person can change and grow and continue to evolve um, as things like Ferguson affect you and force you to really take a deep dive into yourself and think about things like white privilege and and uh, and how you interact with the world around you. A lot of what I am hearing in this song is a bit melodic, you know, but with the importance of, you know, the state of the society, I feel like I could have represented that a little bit harder but the thing that what made me think that it was okay and that it was enough I guess at the time was that background um track that I did you know like and it just plays through the whole thing when the walls come crumbling down when the walls come crumbling down when the I was really thinking about like sirens and emergencies and, you know, what needs to change and things like that. Um, I'll tell you one thing. She has made me a much better singer, um, you know, just by um, existing, like working with her. Like um, I have a good ear for melody. Uh, what I have in my head doesn't always come out of my mouth in, in that way. And so it was vital to have... Kandase there establishing um, the tones. I actually went to school for musical theater. That program was very, very rigorous. They wanted to make me a soprano, which, I mean, it worked. They, they pushed me toward higher and higher songs. I was like, I am an alto 
true and strong. I might be able to hit that note, but holding it is going to be challenging. You know, it's about your different resonators from your stomach to your chest, to your throat, to your nose. You know, I really, I am certainly an alto. You know, I approached it like a reggae song without trying to affect some fake accent, you know. And, um, you know, I, 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 yes, yes, you're very welcome. Um, I wanted it to be authentic and I also wanted it to be melodic and... Hands up, don't shoot the panic button broke loose. It's 1952 and they want you hanging from a cold noose. Racial profiling leads to a violent life I don't choose. Rubber bullets raining from the sky, but evil's gonna lose. We stand up because everybody's created equal. Yeah, I say it again. We all created equal. Yeah, so, you know, when I'm writing, it's a very stream of consciousness kind of thing. It's rare that I've decided what the next line's going to be. And when I got to that part, um, you know, I thought it would be impactful to say it in that way and to, to repeat myself and say it again, because really that's what the whole song is about. Because everybody's created equal. Yeah, I say it again. We all created it's interesting in this section that he uses clean language during what seems like a buildup of hostility towards the opposition. If you thinking differently, your mind is freaking feeble, and I hope you feel the weight of the world. <laughs> man, that was my first thought. I was like, man, I wish I just said fucking there. <laughs> if you thinking differently, your mind is freaking feeble, and I hope you feel the weight of the world. Uh, I mean, we cuss on the album, and just now and then, it's 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 like really a spur of the moment thing, dude. Like I'm, I didn't write it as freaking. I think I was just like, maybe I want this song to be on the radio. You know, it's I was just listening to an old song the other day, uh, where I said like freaking twice. Like who the fuck says that? Like it's it's fucking. Like nobody says that. So like that that's a regrettable thing. Like if I could go back and just change that and say what I fucking meant, yeah, I would. I would. I would say the cuss word. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't say freaking live. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No. By no means. That's probably the only time I ever said it that way is when we recorded it. I still l listen to our music, and I was like, I could have changed that. And he does the same thing, especially in the studio. He'll want to redo his verses over and over again. I'm like, Matt, it sounds great. <laughs> you know, just things like that. And we've been friends for a long time. And there's a lot of respect between us, so there's no reason why we shouldn't keep it real like that. Totally open dialogue, because we're both artists, and there's nothing absolute, you know. Matthias and the Pirates has been really a goal that I was trying to reach. I'm really glad to be on this podcast, um, but really, uh, I love hip-hop, and we, Matthias and the Pirates, try to represent that daily in our everyday lives, not just in our music. So I thank you for listening, um, and I thank you for um, giving us a chance. That's all. <laughs> so now let's hear the complete finished song, The Panic Button, by Matthias and the Pirates.
And then the reaper comes far, far from racing Hank it up with his crying Cause she's had enough The game just took a roll son got too close to the flames And shot from the lawman's gun Yes, I shot the sheriff And he damn well deserved The people trust you with the rights And all you do is pervert them In times of need, you deserve them Let's find their own version Of justice in these streets Yeah, my murder, 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 murder Murder, death, kill Lodge and still I'm angry like the rest of you But they can't Artists you hear on Songs Out Loud agree that your digital music and merchandise purchases from their websites or even places like Bandcamp are among the most direct ways you can support them. This is the first episode of Season 1 for Songs Out Loud, and I feel so lucky to have gotten to talk to Dase, Matthias, and Matthew. They were so easy and interesting and insightful. I have at least enough for an entire season of just them, which is giving me ideas. Subscribe here, stay notified of new episodes out bi-weekly, and share your thoughts with me on the Apple Podcast app by giving me a review. I want to know what you think. Songs Out Loud is produced, engineered, and mixed by me, Aaron Dorr, but I got the idea to do this from my favorite music podcast, Song Exploder, by Rishikesh Hirway. And you should definitely be subscribed there, too. 